And a one. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 55 of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. The official Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. I'm your host, Mike Larkin, and joining me today for episode 55 is LFC prospect, the beautiful, the talented Miss Domina Katharina. Domina, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, first and foremost, I got to say this. Probably besides... You know, Ty Emery, Michelle the Iron Empress Rang, who's also from New York, one of the most talked about prospects, amazing talent. A lot of people cannot wait to see you join the LFC rankings. Oh, wow. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm going to be honest with you. We've seen what you've done with your OnlyFans, which we'll get into in this show today. I got to say, besides the voluptuosity factor and the beauty that is yourself, you got skills that kills. And I'm replacing the S with the Z's for emphasis. (laughs) So a lot of people can't wait to see your eyes in the rankings. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Well, you know, when you get the uh, when you get the Z at the end, you know you've made it. <laughs> hey, I'll be honest with you. There's going to be some wrestling talk in there. It's like Kofi Kingston. That's where I got that from. It's Kofi <laughs> Kingston, Mr. New Day, Mr. SOS. I hear them shouting. I remember he started saying skills that kills with the Z. And I'm like, that is cool. Because, I mean, if you look at the annals of history, look at the Hardy Boys, Team Extreme. They weren't EX. They were just with the X. Extreme. Hello. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of wrestling we'll actually start on that point miss domina i mean i've been seeing you had like a lot of aew watch parties there's been a lot of watch parties with you on the aew front yeah so um i have been really missing um missing wrestling i uh since my last actually my last tour was february the end of february when i went to atlanta and then we were in lockdown um so i haven't been wrestling um gyms are closed um, and I live in New York City, so everything, I mean, this was the epicenter, so everything was really, really shut down. They said, stay home, and I, I kept my ass home, um, you know, trying to flatten the curve. And and it's been a while, so I started watching, I mean, I started watching UFC um, probably, like, I don't, a little more faithfully last year. And then... Um, I started watching pro wrestling, watching some Orange Cassidy, um, <laughs> and and during quarantine, I was like, you know what, let's have some watch parties. So I just, you know, people who like uh, fans from my OnlyFans or people who wanted to jump on, and it was like, I mean, it was totally donation based. They could donate like a dollar. It was just so that they could like sign on and get the Zoom link. You know what I mean? Um, but just to like hang out and like watch some wrestling together and and you know, watch some UFC together. It was, it was fun. It was really fun. I had a couple of those and might have a couple more, but things are starting to open up. I think people are starting to get out a little bit more. The weather's nicer. Um, and you know, people are taking to the streets for justice. So people have a lot going on right now. Oh, absolutely. And you actually mentioned a name and I'll be honest with you. I was the most critical, not that I'm a traditionalist, like the Jim Cornettes of the world. I mean, professional wrestling is an art form. There's a lot of great characters, but I got to say with the orange Cassidy gimmick, first of all, freshly squeezed. I mean, that's hilarious in its own right, <laughs> but I mean, he does the kicks, you know, he's very nonchalant, kind of has that sloth, like lazy, lazy fair yeah. type of feel to it, but the dude can wrestle. Right. That's the thing. And it's like the more the more I learn about this, like I saw a video of him drunk at like uh, at the shore holding a fish. I don't know. Now people are like sending me things. He was in like dominatrix gear. He was in like some kind of pro dom. I don't know. People are sending me videos of him now and like things are coming out. And I'm just like, this man is incredible. (laughs) So I don't know. 
Well, you know what it is? Like, a lot of people, like, there's a lot of great types of wrestling. I think you can agree with me. There's the catches catch scan, you know, the catch wrestling style. There's strong style. There's Lucha Libre. There's something for everybody with wrestling styles and overall promotions. So it's one of those things where, like, if you don't like Orange Cassidy, okay, you can go over here. And it's kind of like, I'll say this, the Joey Ryan thing. Now, I've seen Joey Ryan wrestle since, like, what, 2007, right? So Joey mm-hmm. Ryan is known for doing the character of that 70s team where they're, it's like, he looks, I'll be honest, he looks like the 80s porn star. But you know what it is? It's the gimmick. <laughs> Sleazy. He has that type of feel. He's just so hateable, and he's doing his job as a wrestler. But what's right. great about this, too, like, you have that effect. And people have complained about, you know, the what he calls the penis flex, you know, the little dick spot, the dick flip, where he has the power of his genitalia, the power of the right. penis, if you will. So there's something for everybody. But let's not, you know, let's not deny the end. at the end of the day the man can wrestle. It's just one spot. It's like the old testicular claw. You know the old testicular claw. The testicular claw. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it is it, I always said that to people I'm like it's a testicular claw with a flip like stop freaking out over a man he's in his penis <laughs> well I think the fun part is too is like there's I mean there's just a character for everyone and that's what it is it's you know it's it's entertainment um and, and that's that's part of the fun and and that's I mean and and the thing with Orange Cassidy is he's completely opposite of what I am I'm, I'm a complete spaz um, so to me, it's just, it's really interesting to watch, you know, I'm, I'm, a I'm, I'm like a bowling ball. I'm like a, like a snow plow when I wrestle. So. <laughs> First and foremost. But, um, but, I, but I've also started watching, um, Dark Side of the Ring. So oh. I've been really like into like my wrestling history now. I'm really into this. Um, I've been I've been basically like uh, it's a time of study for me I think this this quarantine. Well, first and foremost, I, now I've seen your work. We touched upon this the last time you were on the show. We talked about Doom Maidens. We talked about a lot of your sessions work, which we'll also incorporate in this show. But God dang, the first thing that do- that doesn't come to my mind is a spaz. I would say you're very dominant, but spaz <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I have a lot of energy. Let's say that. I have a lot of energy. Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Bing, bang, boom. Nope. Like, Not at all. Oh, my so goodness. But yeah, well, that's what I love about you. You know, I love the whole I love the whole thing. Like, you just go in the heart and the pain. I'll be honest with you. It's like the old NBA ballish phenom. You're dunking the pumpkin is what you're doing. <laughs> dunking the pumpkin. Oh my! Goodness. Now you mentioned Dark Side of the Ring. I gotta ask you first and foremost. Like it's two seasons into it, I love the history of it. Also, just shows you the ins and outs of professional wrestling. But from the Owen Hart one, that was the finale. The Road Warriors, Chris Benoit. From what they show with Herb Abrams, there's been a lot of great episodes this season. Yeah, yeah. I haven't finished the second season yet. Um, I just watched. Oh, what's the one after Dino? Oh my goodness! There was the Dino one. There's the Herb Abrams one. There's the one Herb about Ab- yeah, yeah, cocaine and cowboy boots. Yeah, <laughs> that was the last one I watched. <laughs> uh, a fellow New Yorker is Herb. Yeah. Abrams. So yes. yeah, the oh, man, that's um, just crazy. It is. I mean, here's the thing. Like, he didn't draw anything in the house that they had. He's like, but I don't care. I ran this venue. But I'm like, there was nobody there. Like, he I understand didn't his care. I got MGM. <laughs> I got MGM. And I'm like, okay, but it's like there's that's the thing. And I, I appreciate the fandom. I appreciate that anybody loves professional wrestling, but that also shows you like when you have a fan run the company, look what happens. You know what I'm saying? Look at all the crap that happens. <laughs> 
It also shows you when you have like a cocaine habit and delusions of grandeur. Oh, <laughs> I got that old scene of a uh, Ben Stiller and Owen uh, Wilson and Starsky and Hutch where they're taking pictures there on the stakeout, and all of a sudden you hear, "It's all right, it's all right, cocaine." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! But yes, Dark Side of the Ring very informative. I gotta say, you've been having a lot of great. You got a lot of great taste with studying for professional wrestling, the watch parties. I've been loving it. I've been checking it out each and every week. You're doing a great job on that front. Thanks, thanks. Just you know, living my life. <laughs> You're very welcome. I gotta say this about you, Miss Domina Katarina. Man, we were talking, and what's great about it is too, like we are doing life during quarantine. You know, positively proactive is what I say for everybody, just to stay positively proactive. There are tough times, and obviously, what's going on with the protests. I gotta say this. Besides catching up on your wrestling, what else have we been seeing, and what have you been doing during quarantine life? Um. So what? Uh, some of the things I've been doing is having live shows. Um, in addition to my OnlyFans, which I've had for um, about a year now. Um, so one of the things that I did was I kind of brought um, some things that I actually do in OnlyFans and kind of sussed it out. Um, uh, arts and crafts is one thing that I do, and it's painting with my naughty bits, basically. Um, so it's like uh, I like to call myself like the, um, the, the Bob Ross of burlesque, I guess, um, sort of the... Um, I, I really, I get naked and I put paint on myself and I sit on things. Um, so, <laughs> but I make, I make pictures and it, and it's a, a performance. Um, so I had a couple of those, um, and I actually did a performance for, um, this curated porn experience called Pass the Porn. Um, and it was, a they had brunch munches. So every Saturday they had, um curated porn experiences and people would would um sit around and we would watch some porn and we would you know either have performances or discussions with the um with the creators of the porn and actually some of my pegging clips and my face at orchestra was actually um screened at uh at a couple of the events um and when i did the i did a short arts and crafts you know, performance for them, a little, a little butt printing and, and tit printing and, um, they loved it. So I, I made it a show and uh, I had two shows and then, um, I also had a Zentai showcase, um, where that was in May and every Tuesday I had a different Zentai show. So the first show was a suit up show. The next show was, um, balloons. I did a, a lunar show. Um, the next one was feet, and then I did a fan favorite where I actually um, it was kind of like a like a suggestion. People could like say what they wanted, so I actually dressed up as um, Zentai Harley Quinn, and then I took a bath in my Tiger Zentai. So um, it, it was really just an opportunity to kind of be like, all right, let's see what do I want to do. Um, you know, I'm I'm in my living room. I'm in my bedroom. This is where I'm at. This is what I have. I'm by myself. You know, and and got creative in that way. Kind of, uh, you know, I didn't have anybody else to play with. So. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I like how you worded that at the end. That was beautifully said. 
play with. All right, well, no, I got to say this. Talk about your tigers and ties. And, the, you know, here's the thing what I love about it, because I did see the balloon stuff. First and foremost, all right. Like, we've seen a lot of this where girls have, like, crushed, um, you know, their body parts with the balloons. And, see, I love that because, again, as a kid, I know the balloons, you see them go pop. And then you see, I'll be honest with you, I think there was a bar rescue where they had, like, a certain thing of that where a girl popped a balloon with, with her breast, the voluptuosity factor going that again. So I understand that, Ms. Domina Katarina. I've seen a lot of the face-sitting stuff that you've done and the arts and crafts like you mentioned. I'm going to say this right now. The human body is, a, is an art form. You are a work of art, Ms. Domina Katarina. So there's the tie-ins and correlations. It works. And it showed within your paintings and everything that you did there. Thank you, thank you. I like to I like to think I'm a work of art as well. Hey, <laughs> you got to state facts right here on the show because I it know. is. You're very welcome. It's one of those things, Miss Domina Katarina, where I look at what you're doing there, and I, I I gotta say, I did mention the positively proactive approach, and you are. I mean, you, a lot of people get creative. Some people watch some Disney Plus. Some people play video games. Some people will do work around the house, which is the norm. But hey, you got Domina Katarina over here, you know, doing arts and crafts, you know, with her body. We get to see Zentai. We get to see the whole nine, and it shows. And first and foremost, you talked about pegging, and you know, we've talked touched upon, like you mentioned, watching adult films. I gotta say. That is very interesting as well, just sitting around having the adult film aspect. Now, I'm going to ask you something. It kind of reminds me, and I'm going to take it back. Here's my pop culture nerdiness coming out. When HBO had Dave's old porn, and he would interview a lot of the talents from, like, the 80s, which is described as, like, the golden age era of adult films and pornography. You see, I like that concept That because that's cool. Everybody's sitting around watching the adult films and trying to get the perspective. I think that's very cool on your end. Yeah, yeah. Um, a friend of mine is... Um kind of like one of the arbiters of it and and um it was actually um a once a month event and it was something that i i used to perform at and i would work at um and then they turned it into a weekly thing when when everything went online um but it's really i mean we talk about um you know ethics and responsibility on porn sets and and um you know one thing that i was able to talk about this last time, which I really, really loved, was um, the difference between fetish sets and amateur basic, you know, basically amateur porn, um, and, and keeping those sets safe versus, um, you know, a porn set which has more built-in safety because there's more of a script, there, there's more, you know, there's a director, there are actors, there are people, you know, and when you're shooting fetish clips or, you know, amateur porn, you have you know, it's basically you and 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 one other person in a garage in New Jersey. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not a set. You know, like it, it might be you and and somebody else in your living room. So, um, you know, trying to keep uh, one of the things that's near and dear to me is is um, because it's something that I learned through going through it is trying to help others stay safe and mindful when they're going, when they're doing these things um, and maintaining boundaries and maintaining, um, just maintaining safety. See, I like your approach on that. And first and foremost, now I have the imagery of somebody in their garage in New Jersey in my head. Thank you very much. <laughs> But no, I understood the. I understood where you were going with that. And I'll be honest with you, as someone who has interviewed people who are in the adult entertainment industry, I look at it like this because, all right, it's one of the things where, again, as a kid, you know, your hormones rage. I remember as a 13-year-old, you know, you see things and then voila, and then, you you know, you take health class in school, people. We've all been there. I don't act like we haven't. So it's one of those things right. where I look at it. So I look at it, Ms. Domino, and it's like this, like, 
I always appreciate like the behind the scenes aspect, what goes into said scenes. And I've always appreciated the modeling that comes from before it. Like whether it be cam, whether it be modeling, like I always loved like the art, you know, how the imagery and how the scene progresses and the storytelling. Cause there is some storytelling sometimes not sometimes. Yes. With the adult films, but I also look at it like, you know, it's another art form. So I was always appreciative of the behind the scenes aspect. And I like how you also kind of break that down between fetish and amateur because it is true. It's all about the setting and how you really go into it and all the hard work and, uh, ethic and all the efforts that you put into said film mm-hmm. so i absolutely agree on that front i gotta say this first and foremost we and you know what it is too because a lot of people and i kind of compare this with lfc like with lfc there's a lot of great looking girls there's a lot of beautiful women but it's like there's a lot of work that goes into it from the mma style pro wrestling jujitsu there's a lot of art forms that are encompassed with lfc it's not just about looking good and i guess you could also if you can agree with me on this kind of equate it like with the adult industry it's not just oh you lay down and here's the scene no there's lighting there's everything that goes into it yeah, I mean, and you you certainly can just walk in and be like, all right, this is what we're going to do, boom. But that's mm-hmm. actually part of what um, being responsible and, and kind of, you know, making sure that everyone is okay. One of the things that I do is, um, first of all, I, I, I'd rather get one good clip. You know, when when you're shooting trade, you know, it's like, oh, let's get four clips each, you know, that kind of thing. I'd rather get one really good clip than four crappy clips. Um, so I'm I that doesn't, you know, bother me. I'll give somebody as many clips as they want. I don't care as long as I get what I want. Um, but also, too, I like to send people what I'm going to do ahead of time. That way they know what they need to bring. They know what they need to prepare. Um, they know, like they can say to me, you know what, Kat, this is, this is a hard limit for me. I'm not doing this. And then I have a day or two to revamp and I have a day or two to, to redo the scene and be like, okay, never mind. I'm going to bring these props instead. Um, you know, and that's a way to, because when you're in that moment, it's, it's hard to say no, or it's hard to be like, well, okay, well, I guess we're going with this or, you know, even even me, who who I'm a I'm a very assertive person. I'm I have no problem telling people, you know, where to stick it when I have a problem. But even even I have have had um, situations where I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'm doing this now, um, and then <laughs> and then it bothered me later. So um, that's something that I like to do is I, I really want to make sure that people that I work with are comfortable and that they have the information that they need to before we go into it first and foremost i gotta say first of all that's also why i love you the assertiveness and then your professionalism and i gotta say this with the utmost sincerity and respect each and every film that a lot of the people who listen to this are going to check out of yours miss domina caterina there's a lot of fun that goes into it and there's a lot of great overall content that goes into it so i gotta give you uh, much props on that front thank you thank you i have fun with them i mean that's the thing is like the the clips that i produce um, you know, and especially now that I've really kind of, you know, hit my stride and, and figured out like what, what I want to do and who I want to work with, um, you know, and I'm starting to explain, that was one thing that I also started to explore. Um, you know, I didn't do topless or, or nudity and that kind of thing. And I was like, all right, let's see, let me try being naked. All right, cool. Now this month, let me try Zentai. Okay, cool. Let me try You know what I mean? Um, and just w- what I film is what I like. It's what I like to do. Um, it's what I like to see. Um, so, so uh, it's me, it's me in these clips from the over the top pro wrestling to the 
pegging someone in the shower to, you know, the, the face sitting, you know, and making someone sing a song while they're, while they're under my butt, you know, <laughs> like it's, it's, it's all me. It's like the old Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Sing a song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like to make them play games. I like to torture them. <laughs> and make them anything to make me laugh. <laughs> I was about to say, you're the dom. That's 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 a, that's, a, that's a dom right there. Man. <laughs> Entertain me. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, you see that I can I love that too. And also, first and foremost, like I I love what you're doing with like the live videos. And I I mentioned to you before we came on the Tits Out Tuesday. So now I have I know about Tits Out Tuesday, which is informative. And here's the thing about me, and I'm gonna say this right now. Again, we touched upon the voluptuosity factor, but you know the breasts. There's a lot of men that are breasts and men, and there are some people that ask men. I'm just singing friggin' breast man right here. I'm like Bubba Sparks, Miss New Booty, Booty Booty Booty, rocking everywhere. From yeah. 2006. Anyway, I digress. Pop culture nerdiness aside. <laughs> I can appreciate that because you try something new. Like I mentioned, Tits Out Tuesday, you talk about the Zentai. You talk about just, you know, you're, you're coming to yourself. You're putting your overall time and energy in anything from the nudity aspect, feeling free. It's like, I'll be honest with you, I'll take it back to the 70s for like a hippie vibe here. Look at the movie Hair. They were free. You know what I'm saying? Naked, running, right. about hair. I appreciate that. You're just wild and free. You feel liberated. You feel good. Emphasis on the good. Don't mean to catch right. And that's the thing too. It's it was um you know that's something that I did for me. It wasn't um it wasn't like oh okay here here's some money go get naked. It was let me try this thing you know. And there were some projects that I wanted to do where like the nudity was secondary, um and it was more of things that I wanted to try. Um, but like with um tits out Tuesday, actually there's on Tuesdays in OnlyFans we do either toes out Tuesday or tits out Tuesday. But the big day, because we have like Wrestling Wednesday, we have Sneak Peek Sunday or Striptease Sunday. We have a whole, we, I mean, everything's a hashtag. But we have the big day for my, for my fans is Face It Friday. So that, that's the big day on my OnlyFans. First and foremost, I don't mean to laugh, but as soon as you said everything's a hashtag, because it's so true. Everything so true. Everything's a hashtag, yeah. But oh. Face It Friday is the big one. That's that's the big one. Even when I don't have a face, I find something to sit on um, because this booty is rocking everywhere. Oh, first and foremost, all right, now you see, now you had to bring Bubba Sparks, Jane Gay Turns, using it to get <laughs> Okay, you see, and I understand that why it's a big thing because let me tell you something about the gluteus maximus, the posterior, however you want to define it, there I say to go country route, the badonka donk, if you will. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because I can understand that because a lot of guys, again, we were talking about guys who like breasts, guys who like booty. It's one of the things where, you know, face sitting or like you mentioned, face it, face uh, it Saturday, uh, Friday, you have the whole thing with toes out Tuesday. Is that what it is? I did not know yeah. about the, other, the toes out There's, Tuesday. Yeah, it depends on depends on what I'm feeling. If I feel like taking my, you know, showing my my cleavage or taking my shirt off, then I do. And if I don't, I wiggle my toes it depends on it depends on how i'm feeling it's all it's all up to me it's all my decision so right. you, you know you, you get what uh domina wants to show you what you what you deserve that day okay so face sitting friday toes out tuesday tits out tuesday you see okay the preferences and it's also very unique because i'll be honest with you as human beings we're all very unique we like our preferences we like our different stuff so there's a variety there's a little something for everybody Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And it keeps it keeps it fun for me because I get to take, you know, like, oh, well, you know what? This looks cute today. Let me do this. Or, you know, I feel like 
I feel like dancing. So let's, instead of sneak peek Sunday where you get a peek of one of my clips, let me do a little striptease, you know, let me do a little, you know, or something, you know, or behind the scenes, you know, that kind of stuff. So it, it uh, keeps it fun for me. Well, first and foremost, three words, you go girl. You go girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, another thing I had to ask you about, and we'll get to LFC in sessions in a, in a second here, but man, as a fellow New Yorker from Long Island, uh, I've been in touch with my people. I'm here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Um, I've been touching with my people back on Long Island. Everything's starting to get into like phase one. Some businesses are opening slowly. Uh, how is everything going for you in, in the city, New York City, the NYC? Everything's starting to open. Everything's starting to get a little back to normal somewhat since all this craziness that's been happening. Um, well, phase one just started um, yesterday. So it's this week um, phase one started. Um, so I think manufacturing and curbside for retail or something like that is is open. Um so things are still pretty, for, for my purposes, pretty shut down. You know, you can't, like, go sit somewhere and, and hang out. Um, but what my friends and I have been doing is kind of, like, maybe once a month we were basically going to the park and kind of, you know, sitting six feet apart from each other. Um, and today's a friend's birthday, so we're going to go sit six feet apart from each other on a roof. Um, so that's kind of like what we, what we do. Um, so things are, things are starting to open up a little bit more, um, in terms of being able to go out, you know, I ride my bike places. I know that public transportation is a little more, more accessible now, but I try to ride my bike and, and keep away from people as much as possible. Um, you know, try and try and keep maintaining isolation um, because I do want to start working again. Um, and, and I, I want to make sure that like my, my isolation practices are still, you know, still being maintained, um, so that I can, I can start working and, um, kind of keep it responsible so that I can be transparent with my, my isolation practices with, um, people that I, I schedule sessions with. Oh, of course. And I'll be honest with you. Even if you're at a store, there are some people that just don't adhere to the six foot, you know, six feet apart. And that's the thing. You know what it is, too? And here's what pisses me off. And this is also what I hate about the pandemic. Obviously, and I'll be honest with you here, I had a my cousin who was a nurse on the forefront, unfortunately, passed away because she got contracted from a patient. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Thank you. So I always say to people, like, look at that as an example. And we have all had had people that we know or love to have contracted the coronavirus and have passed away from it, unfortunately. Like, and there's people that just don't take it seriously, don't take it, you know, six feet apart. And that's why I always say that. Like, I love you taking precaution, you know, with your clients, the whole nine there. And I, I can respect that because it's like, God dang, man, we're all trying to live. But it's just like this pandemic is just going nuts. And now with the protests with George Floyd, which I'm going to say this right now, here's what I hate about. And I don't mean to get on this tangent, but it's, it's topical. But it's one of those things where, man, we got to be united, not divided as people. We got to show love for one another. And what happened with George Floyd is absolutely horrible. It's tragic. And it is just absolutely unjust and i hate what the hell's going on with this world we have the pandemic we have the protests we've seen a lot of riots like my god 2020 yeah you know what and, and in a way um at first i was like 2020 sucks it needs to be canceled but um i, I saw someone made a point it might have been on twitter or something um that maybe 2020 is the year that we needed um because finally people are starting to be like you know what you shouldn't kill black men, <laughs> you know, stop shooting black men. That's not okay. Um, you know, and starting to uh, kind of 
um, really actually take an active role in in noting and trying to dismantle the the implicit bias and the systemic racism that that has been a part of um, that's been a part of our our world for for hundreds of years and. Uh, you know, it, it sucks. It sucks that it's, you know, it's all at once. It's, it's COVID-19, it's murder hornets. It's, you know, it's, it's the revolution, but, um, you know, I, it, it, it had to happen at some point. Oh, absolutely. And here's the thing. And I, I see, I understand that point. Absolutely. 100%. And as someone who does have a cousin, who's a cop, I could say this, not all cops are like that, but the fact that we see what happened to George Floyd, here's what pisses me off about it. Also, which I'm also finally glad that the other three got charged. It's just one of those things where it's like we've seen in wrestling too. Like we saw Shad Gaspard from Crime Time, he was in the WWE, passed away. Um, you know, they were there was a rip current and they like pretty much the lifeguards to go save his son. And then he was found washed up on the beach in Venice beach, California passed away at the age of 39. We see a young girl by the name of Hana Kumura out of a stardom. Uh, a lot of tweets came out talking about, she was going to end her life. And unfortunately due to cyberbullying, we have a young girl at the age of 22, which such promise, unfortunately taking her own life. So that's why I'm just like, man, like this year with the deaths, which with, with what's going on, we got to find something to do to stay positive and go through the whole nine. And I've been, I'll be honest with you. I've been seeing a lot of people here in Myrtle beach doing peaceful protests, which I'm loving. So, I mean, got to get the word out, man. It's the first amendment. It's freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a heavy year. It's a heavy year, but, um, I think if we learn to, uh, kind of fold this into our whole, you know, our whole way of being, you know, instead of having to be like, all negative and all or all positive you know somehow like fold this in I, I i don't know i'm thinking of like an angel food cake when you fold in the ingredients when you fold yes. in the batter um kind of like bring that into into your everyday so that we have a nice balance um and and you know we can we can move forward without burning ourselves out because it is it's been a heavy year a lot of a lot of deaths a lot of it's it's heavy it's a really heavy year for, for everyone. It is, but I can't wait for things to get back on the up and up. And one of the things, right. that, yes, exactly. <laughs> one, of the, one of the things that is going to be on the up and up, I'm going to say this right now. We'll talk about LFC first, and then we'll transition into sessions here, Domina. LFC, now on Viewer Prime, $3.99 a month. You get to see the LFC exposed first two seasons. I'm going to say this right now. I cannot wait till we see you a part of future seasons of LFC. And I always like this, and I think you can agree, because a lot of, I'm going to say this, a lot of uh, LFC talents have done session work. And I think what's great about it is I love the encompassing of the LFC in the session world, because as a man who's a fan of both and appreciates and respect what all you ladies do, I got to say, I think it's great that we see the two worlds coming together and we get to see a lot of influx in both um, art forms, if that makes sense. Mm hmm Yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot of crossover. So I got to say this about you, man, because this also brings me to the Session Girls event, September 5th, 2020. Are you excited? It's going to be great. We always see a lot of Sessions events that are absolutely doing the damn thing. We've seen Darius from Hit the Mat there. We've seen a lot of great talents showcase and encompassed from your Des Desires, from your Sydney Thunders, from Jennifer Thomas. We could be here all day, but that community is absolutely amazing with such top talents, such top beauties like yourself, Ms. Domina Caterina. So personally, I cannot wait to see what you do at the Sessions event, man. That is going to be exciting in September coming up. Yeah, and it's it's um gonna be my first time. It's gonna be my first time doing um, an event like that. Um, like you know, with with 
Session Girls and and Jennifer Thomas. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I um, am kind of, I'm really just hoping that, um, I have to say, like, a part of me doesn't doesn't believe it's going to happen yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because because of the pandemic and everything. And I'm just like, okay, let's watch the numbers. Let's make sure everything's fine. Um, but, um, you know, I'm, I am very excited for it to happen because I've also never been to Vegas. Oh, now here's the thing too, as someone who again, does work with LFC, not been to Vegas yet. So I can't wait to hit up a future event and also you get the sessions there as well. So I'm going to say this right now about Las Vegas. Again, you have it's Sin City. It's obviously a lot of gambling. It's the fight capital of the world, and we got a tough fighter in yourself, Miss Domina Caterina. So the pieces will fall together. Put the puzzle together. It all makes sense, Domina Caterina. It will happen. I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure uh, this is this is going to happen. And you see, I didn't. You actually brought this up, and this is why you actually made me smile because I am the same with you as well. Because I see, oh, you know, we're going to be doing some LFC events. Oh, here's a session event. But I'm like. God dang, we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Let's watch these numbers because it's like you're being optimistic because you want to weather the storm, so to speak, Miss Domini. But it's just like, God dang, with all these deaths and rising, you see what's going on. And then you got hurricane season. It's like, holy hell. Yeah. And honestly, like, I mean, I'm the daughter of a nurse. So it was basically like, you know, mom, this hurts when I touch it. Don't touch it. Mommy, it hurts when I breathe. Don't breathe. You know, or like if you didn't have like a fever or you weren't actively throwing up, you still had to go to school. So, uh, you know, I am one of those people who like I have to be holding an organ in one hand and know that I don't have a second one in my body for me to even call the doctor. So, like, I, I definitely, you know, am someone who, who powers through any kind of illness. But this is one of those things where it's like, I might not feel bad. I might, I might not even be that sick, but somebody else is going to, you know. And, like, I haven't seen my mother in, in months, you know, because I don't want to. Well, first of all, I couldn't travel, but I also, you know, she's older. I don't want to, to bring any germs to her and get her sick. Um, so that's, that's more my, you know, my concern is, is getting on a plane and, and spreading something all over the place. Um, not knowing that I, that I have COVID, you know, that kind of thing. So, um, it's, it's less about me, um, and, and more about, you know, trying to make sure that I'm, I'm a, responsible member of society i guess i don't know i <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I hear you we all got to be responsible and first and foremost i just want to say to your mom thank you for what she's doing with the forefront i did not know she was a nurse so i gotta say much love to your mom on that front you know what i'm saying yeah she's awesome i love her so and then the other thing is man i'm just picturing you going to school you know and with your mom being a nurse trying, you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, mommy, this hurt. Don't don't touch it. If it hurts, don't touch it. <laughs> It'll stop hurting. Well, you see, so, that's, that's toughness, though, man. Your mom is still in toughness and a lot of love into you and making you who the amazing human being that you are. So you got to give it up for the moms out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's uh, probably why I'm the rough and tumble, you know, rough and tumble gal that I am. You know, <laughs> smash my face on the mat and get back up with a smile. <laughs> 
Well, first and foremost, I mean, we've been very complimentary towards one another, exchanging pleasantries. First and foremost, beautiful smile. I mean, you, I would be honest with you. Every photo you take is absolutely lovely. You're doing the damn thing. And for me, I cannot wait to see more of you in sessions, more in LFC, Lingerie Fighting Championship, when that day comes. I am so happy just to see you progressing with what you're doing in sessions and what the future holds for you with LFC. So, Dominic Katarina, the future is bright. Thank you. Thank I, you. I, uh... I cannot wait to sit on some more faces. I really can't. Okay. Now, on a side <laughs> note, because the, the LFC, a couple of final things with LFC, and then we'll get back to sessions. I got to say this to you. All right, with LFC, lingerie fighting championships, there's the L portion of that lingerie. Now, for you, again, we've seen you wear a lot of great stuff. We've seen you do a lot of great things in the ring. We've seen you face-sitting the whole nine with your videos. What's the ideal lingerie? What can the fans expect once we see you at a future event? What, what kind of lingerie are you looking at? Um, well, I, I tend to gravitate toward, um, I mean, obviously like more of a Dom look, so that's going to have, uh, there's going to be some, you know, black involved. Um, but, um, I also, I, am I'm a big fan of red, um, or sort of a bright pink. It can't be like a baby pink. It has to be like a bold, bright, punch you in the face with power sort of, sort of color. Um, and I've been very into gloves, so I feel like, you know, something kind of going up my arm needs to be, that needs to be a thing, and uh, a leg wrap. I feel, I feel like leg wraps, yeah, but very, but very tight, not so much lace, I don't think, but for sure, yeah, there's going to be, there's going to be black, there's going to be straps. See, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here's why I don't mean to laugh, and this is why I love this. All right, now you talk about red. It's it's very menacing because red also represents the color of blood. I can see where this is going here. Now let's hear me out on this, Dominic Katarina. You got red <laughs> being blood. I mean, Suge Knight when he was at Death Row Records wore a lot of red. There's a lot of symbolism and imagery here. You know what I'm saying? Being the dom that you are, it really encompasses it. So I can see it. Ready to? You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm not. 187, but you're ready to go out there and whoop some ass. You open up a can of whoop ass to quote the great Stone Cold Steve Austin. I see what you're doing there. Having yep. some fun, teasing them, but hey, right in there. Yep. I like that. That's actually, that's a very unique ensemble, and I love actually asking those questions because I get a lot of leather and lace with that too because I'll be honest with you, as a man, and I've touched upon my mom being one of my biggest influences, hence the beauty, strength, and dominance mindset. Well, you see, I like that. I can like a little leather and lace. I like what you're talking about, the red. The glove as well also is a very nice touch. And you see, that's great because a lot of people, you know, get to throw something different, and I love that with the LFC and the lingerie aspect of it besides the fact that we have great talents and great overall fighters. You get the beauty aspect of it in the lingerie. Everybody has a little something different, so I like your ensemble. I look forward to seeing you pull that off. Thank you. Thank right. you, thank you. You are very welcome. Now, other thing I got to mention is, man, with Sessions Wrestling, we touched upon the fact that we uh, we got the event coming on. And I was actually watching a video. Um, RT Sport, and this will tie an LFC with this, RT Sport had a uh, video. It's in Russia. They were talking about, is LFC exploitation or entertainment? Now, I'm going to put it like this. Because when I look at LFC, because a lot of girls like yourself are willing and want to do this, I don't see exploitation with it. I see entertainment. I see you're putting on a show. Like with Sessions Wrestling, very combative, but I'm entertained at the same point. I love the fact that you guys deliver with the shows, like the Sessions event and each and your overall content. So I got to ask you, because I want to get the women's point of view on this, exploitation or entertainment. What do you say, Miss Domina Katarina? Um, you're asking whether I think that Sessions are exploitative? 
Well, you could go either both realms here because LFC that they've defined it as most as like controversial, and they've put it under exploitation or entertainment. So I'll ask you if you could look from like both the LFC standpoint and the Sessions Wrestling's point, exploitative or entertainment? Because you know there's someone out there that likes to try to start up a, a debate and try yeah. to be. Yeah, good. Um, I I mean I understand um that there are people who who might be. It's not for me. It's not exploitative. Okay. Um, I'm not a 14 year old girl who is, you know, trying to make money to run away from home from a bad situation or, or whatever the survival situation is. I am a grown ass woman coming to this of my own volition. And not only am I, I voluntarily doing this, I'm working really hard to try and make it here. You know, I'm, I'm working really hard. So this is not exploitative for me. This is, this is something that I really love to do and something that I'm good at. So this is something that I'm working hard at. Um, you know, things are, sure, it's, it's for the male gaze because, you know, it is a lingerie Yep. You know, fighting thing. It's 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 obviously it's not we're not wearing, you know, moo moos. But um, you know, that's that's part of the fun and, and and I like looking sexy, you know, and and for me, especially being a Dom is pardon my language, but fuck the male gaze. This is for me, you know? Um, and my power is in my sexuality and my power is in you know, this isn't for you. This is for me to lord over you, basically. So, um, to me, that's where my power's at. So I don't feel like it's exploitative at all. Um, I think it can be. I think that people can take advantage. I think that um, people can um, frame it, um, obje- you know, and objectify. But um, I think, and also too, I think kind of um, in this, in this, you know, these last few weeks. Um, Clients and fans have found out that, shockingly, um, fetish models and wrestlers are complete persons with with opinions and and beliefs, um, you know. And and they've been posting on Twitter about you know politics and and you know Black Lives Matter and and that kind of thing. And and everyone's like, wait, what? You're you're a human. Um, so I think. Uh, I think that's something that that people are starting to kind of take into consideration like oh that's right you're a whole person so as long as you know people remember like you're a whole person and this is your job this is entertainment um you know just just remember that there's a human there um you know and and it's and pay people what they're worth <laughs> you know you pay people what they worth you, you you think of them as as human beings you you respect them and um, and there's no exploitation. Um, if you you know, I mean, there are there is survival sex work. There are people who do these things for survival, and and that can be exploitative. But this I don't see as exploitative, and I certainly don't feel exploited. First and foremost, I'm going to say one thing to that. First of all, you don't have to excuse your language. You could say fuck. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's okay. I totally understand. Well, thank you for that because I'll, I'll be honest with you. We get that a lot on the show. It's like, can we curse? I'm like, yes, it's okay. You can you can let out an f bomb. It's all right. 
Okay. Now, I actually wanted to just, because first and foremost, you said that so beautifully, and you actually hit on a lot of great points that I wanted to go back with you on this. First and foremost, that's how I also do my interviewing style. It doesn't matter who I'm interviewing, whether, like I mentioned, adult stars, people like yourself, Darwin, in the Sessions wrestling community, you know, people that are in professional wrestling, music, what have you. Each and everybody is a person. They have a story to tell. And it's like, it doesn't matter. With the adult stars and the whole nine and session wrestling, I'm like, yo, yes, there's modeling, there's fetish stuff to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're all people. We have our own minds. We have our own expressions. And that's what makes us unique as people. So I'm glad that you also brought that up on the forefront. That was so eloquently said. But I also compare it to, like, look at LSC, look at Sessions Wrestling. I'm like, okay, take it back to pro wrestling, right? 2001, Vince McMahon, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Mr. McMahon, mm. right? Like, when he made Trish Stratus on live TV bark like a dog, like, that was the part of the story that led up to his match with his son Shane and all the crappy stuff that he did treating his wife Linda in the storyline. And what happened at the end? Vince, Linda McMahon kicked Vince McMahon in the ding-ding, and Shane McMahon got the revenge. Trish Stratus went after Stephanie McMahon. So it was all to tell the story of Vince McMahon getting his in the end. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right, and that's the thing. When all the players are 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 in on it, and everyone's everyone's um, yeah, and that's the same thing. Like when I, before I I shoot a scene, you know, I a day or two before I make sure everybody is in on it. You know, you if, if you're in on the joke and, and you're part of it and you're okay with it, then you're not being exploited. You know, you're part of the team. Exactly, and that's what again going back to your professionalism. Professionalism, excuse me. That's what I appreciate about the work that you do. And I got to say this: uh, first and foremost, couple final things. And the overtures here. Anytime you want to come back on, we've had we've done shows together twice. I look forward to round three with you. I always appreciate you having on and talking with you. Thank you. This is always fun. Thank you. And I got to say this, first and foremost, whether it be LFC or Sessions Wrestling, people support the products. We got a lot of great people. We got the Sessions event in September. So, again, you said so eloquently about everything, and you hit on a lot of great points. And like I said, people, I love also talking about that because we get to you know break it down, the exploitation or entertainment, and discuss really the overall fun that is what Domina Katarina, the Domcat, does. And I think I mentioned this to you last time before I have you promote the social media. One of my earliest experiences in this, and I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but man, the first time I found out about like Dom stuff, which again, like you hear stuff and you see stuff. I kind of remember Euro trip with the Flugen Hagen thing for those that remember that for God's sake, which still cracks me up to this day. I kind of remember like there was an MTV true life episode where people talking about the life of being a dominatrix. So I was like, okay, this is cool. And then you get to see them doing their appointments and clients. So I was always intrigued because true life also brought you different aspects of people's lives. So it gets a nice little perspective on it. So I've always kind of been intrigued with a lot of stuff like that. And I think you hit it so eloquently with your wrestling and your Dom stuff. So I've also kind of had a appreciation to all the work that goes in. Oh, thanks. Thanks. I mean, Hey, if somebody told me earlier, like you could just take your personality and how you just navigate life and make money from it. I would have been doing this a long time ago. <laughs> walk with personality talk with personality yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna katarina this is where i step back it's always a pleasure it's always a privilege and i truly mean this uh please promote the twitter instagram your website where people can follow you on these social media fronts excellent um so right now on instagram i am domina underscore katarina um, until I get kicked off of that account. Oh. Um, <laughs> then I am the underscore Domcat, D-O-M-M-E-K-A-T. Um, but I'm the Domcat everywhere else. Um, Twitter, um, OnlyFans, um, 
uh, I think Pornhub, um, everywhere. It's T-H-E-D-O-M-M-E-K-A-T. Um, that's my website um, and my Proton Mail. So any way that you need to get in contact with me, um, it's the Domcat. And I've, um, I'm starting to go by Katarina Pierce. Um, Domina is my honorific. Um, so, you know, when I'm, I'm doing Dom sessions, um, I have people call me Domina, but um, my, I now have a last name. So my last name is Pierce. Um, so it's uh, Katarina the Domcat Pierce. So I am all ready for LFC because I have a first and last name and a nickname. So I'm ready to walk in there with my with my Dom lingerie and my nickname, and I'm ready to kick ass and take names or whatever order that goes in. Chew bubble gum, whichever you're supposed to do. You see there, Roddy <laughs> Piper, and they live. Hello, all right. I see what you're doing there. Ran out of bubble gum, man. Kicking ass, taking names. Oh, there right. you go. Yep. I like your style, but no, it's one of those. <laughs> Well, I got to say this. Well, Dom Cat, Dominic Katarina, Katarina Pierce, there's a lot of awesomeness with yourself. And I'm going to say this. You're like Edging Christian, Eureka of Awesomeness. There's another wrestling reference for you. I'll put you <laughs> in that category. Oh, my goodness. One other thing I got to mention, first and foremost, I'll, the links will also be to both Instagrams for Dom and here. God dang, man. Instagram kicking a lot of people off. I think we touched upon this last time. My God, you see a lot of worse photos and stuff out there, but then girls like yourself hardworking, doing the damn thing, and then y'all get kicked off. You know what I'm saying? That kind of irks me a little bit. Yeah, it, you know what? It is what it is. I mean, my first account, um, you know, I got kicked off for, I mean, really at that point I was posting pictures of me in wrestling practice and I was wearing like yoga pants and t-shirts. So, you know, it's basically like if you, if you, if you're under the umbrella of sex work and, and you're, you know, it is what it is. It's FOSTA SESTA, you know, at this point. And that's why, um, we're, we're really mobilizing to, um, Make sure that people know that the Earn It Act is is another thing that's kind of coming down where it's FOSTA SESTA the sequel. And it's really not affording protections for, you know, it's it's under the guise of of um child, you know, protecting children from trafficking. And it's not. That's not what it is. It's really just a way to end internet encryption, get rid of get rid of section um 230 and um create a a backdoor for um you know, uh, more uh, censorship on the internet. Um, you know, the, the problem with FOSSA-SESTA is um, Instagram is like, oh, well, if you post something that is too sexy, we could get in trouble. Well, with the Earn It Act, it's going to be worse. So, you know, nobody, you know, it, you can't post, joke. you know, you can't jokingly uh, Venmo somebody and put, like, eggplant splash because they're going to think you're a sex worker, right? Yeah. So, so it's going to be worse, right? So even if you're not a sex worker or you're not doing anything illicit, you still have to be careful and it, and it's going to get worse. So that's, that's one of the things that, um, that also that I'm, I'm kind of getting involved in is, uh, <sighs> protecting sex workers on the internet. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'll be honest with you. Like I said, I've interviewed a lot of great ladies and done a lot of great collage like yourself, because I'm going to say this right now. And I truly mean this. There's not a bad photo out there. You're always looking stunning. You're looking good. Emphasis back on the good. You got the nice smile. You're looking good, Dominic Katarina. And we get to accentuate and encompass you in that light. I personally, I love it. I think it's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, you're very welcome. And uh, last but certainly not least, uh, links will be in the description for everything. Domina Katarina, Katarina Pierce, the whole nine. Look at you, last name on the front, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> last word is, as the title of the show is, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. And you exude and accentuate all three of those key elements, Miss Domina. So thank you so much for your time. And I look forward to having you back on the show. And do you have any final words for the LFC faithful and for your fans? Um, just, you know, be ready for me. I'm still here, man. I've been in my apartment for a couple months, but I'm ready for you. Beautifully said. Short and to the point. Very blunt. I like it. She's ready. She's ready to go. She's on live videos, which, by the way, absolutely lovely live videos, interacting with the people. It's a fun time with Domina Katarina, the Dom Cat. Domina, it's an absolute pleasure. It's an absolute privilege. Thank you so much for your time. And this will conclude episode 55 of the Beauty, Strength, and Dominance LFC podcast. Follow on all social media platforms. Link will be in the description. Domina, it's an absolute pleasure. Thank you again. Thank you.